0: Hey, gang. You're listening to Ghostly Activities, and you've got Jake here. Today, I'm going to reminisce, actually, about Valentine's Night in 2013 at the Congress Plaza Hotel. This is one of my favorite investigations. We had a lot of activity, and I, I will say this is the first time I've ever had a ghost tell me firsthand how to find out about its history. So with that said, let's talk about... Valentine's Night, 2013, at the Congress Plaza Hotel. So that night was rainy and cold. If you looked out over the city, it looked like a smudged water painting. You had the colors of the lights and of the cabs and traffic smeared across Michigan Avenue, and the rain pelted the side of the building. Now, I checked in first and went up to room 1201, like I said, in the South Tower. The South Tower, if you didn't know about uh, the Congress Plaza Hotel, is notorious for its activity, and we weren't disappointed. About an hour after I checked in and I'd set out all the equipment for the evening, Celine stopped by. First things first, though, before we went, you know, all around the building, we went to the mezzanine, which Uh, Is from the main lobby There's a stairwell that goes up By the gold elevators And a security guard was kind enough To let us into the gold room So we could go through and check out Some of those uh, Known haunts like the Hand of Mystery We didn't get anything It was um It's actually not a creepy space It's very pretty (laughs) I wish there was something more exciting to tell you But the gold room investigation mezzanine Was eh, a bit of a bust But we went back to our rooms, gathered our gear, and headed down the hallway. Now, as we headed out of the room, Celine called Colleen. And Colleen is a friend of ours. She's a psychic medium. And normally I don't use them. But she has a very good track record. And whenever I have used her, we've had good results. So we called Colleen, and we walked down the blue and red carpeting of that hallway. And if you haven't been to the Congress, the hallways remind me of the shining, okay? (laughs) Long halls, and since it was a Tuesday night, I think, in the winter, like, no one was in this hotel. We had it all to ourselves. And as we opened the door, which led to the stairwells, Celine and Colleen gasped my EMF meter, which is a MEL 8704, not with all the, the it, at the time, it wasn't the one with bells and whistles. It surged and the temperature dropped. So Colleen told Celine that there was a river of souls flowing up and down that stairwell. And with the results that we were getting off our gadgets, it's easy to see. Now, Celine and Colleen couldn't really make out what anyone was saying. Though, when we started there, we did pick up, uh, I guess you could call it a spirit guide. Colleen said her name was Gwynnie And she had been, she knew she was dead. The circumstances around her death were unresolved, I guess would be the way. It's almost like it was a cold case. Colleen mentioned that there was a fire. Now, at the time, I didn't I didn't know about any fires at the Congress Plaza Hotel, but since it was built for the 1893 World's Fair, you know, the Devil in the White City book? It's about that. H.H. H. Holmes on his killing spree. Not to surprise that you would have had something over, like, the past 120 years or so. So, Gwinnie decided to follow us and be a bit of a guide. Now let's get back to the activity. With the EMF surge, I went around to the elevators. There was a support column with what it looked like, a fire alarm in it. Nothing could explain the the seven milligauss to 10 milligauss surge. And also with the temperature spike, it was both, both the surge and the temperature change were in one spot by the column but there was no ventilation or anything by it. So I went down to the 11th floor and tried to debunk it as well. And there was nothing going on in the ceiling there, and there was nothing happening with that column. So we had the spirit guide. We had a flowing river of spirits going up and down the stairwell. Celine and I were like, we're sticking to, sticking to the stairs. We're going to go down all 12 floors. And we started off. Now, there wasn't really much happening between floors 5 and 11. Even though we walked through and everything, when we did get an EMF spike, it was due to poor shielding. They were the management company or the owners were remodeling the hotel at the time. And each of the floors, some some were under active constructions and others looked like they hadn't been touched since... I don't know the 1920s or something like that. And we made our way to the fourth floor. So on the fourth floor is where that creepy spirit is. I think it's room 441, the one that kicks the bed, gives an overwhelming sense of dread. She manifests as a shadow figure, a lot of people call security. We stopped by that room and we didn't get anything. Zilch. Nothing special to write about. <laughs> But in that hallway on our Mel, we had a red light and we beamed it down the hallway. And down that hallway, you could see shadows dancing around. Now I had Celine stand behind me and see if she could create any shadow action, but there was none. So we had shadow figures. Like I said dancing so when I say dancing it's just kind of it looked like it was kind of hopping around it was more than a walk you know the bop when you walk so we had that and the other thing is when we got to the main exit for that room to go back into the stairwell the doors looked rotted it really seemed like there was a mold or mildew crawling along the edges of it which we couldn't explain under normal light it just looked like a regular wood door. But there, if, if you go on Ghostly and check it out, you can see the pictures of the doors. Something looked rotted about it. But the third floor of the South Tower is where we had the most interesting results. And we, were, we had just come down the stairwell, and Celine was only a few steps away from from the stairs and she stopped me and she let me know with colleen that there was a little boy there now we moved into an evp session right away celine you know standing still right in the middle of that the lobby area where those stairs were on the third floor and i checked the melmeter just around her, maybe an arm's length away in a circle, the milligaus had gone up to 10. The temperature had dropped 15 degrees. Colleen was saying she thought the little boy's name was James. So we asked questions, and on our digital recorder, it did confirm its name was James. We asked what it wanted, and it said, Mommy and Daddy. And we asked how old it said five. Now, as we were doing this, we were maybe there about 10 minutes going through these. So of course I'm running around trying to see first for the temperature is there. Cause it, it like I said, it was just uh, maybe a three foot radius around Celine. We had this energy change and we had the temperature change. I couldn't debunk it. There was, an, there, were no, there was no vent, there was no breeze coming through, uh, and it was just confined right around her. As we were asking these questions, and, and it, we weren't getting many responses besides those three, Colleen said there was another spirit there, and she said it was male, and he was tall. So as soon as we started asking questions about its identity, a static came over the digital recorder. And Colleen said that James and Gwynnie left when the spirit manifested. But it didn't stick around long. We had another Milligau surge with it, this time up to eight. And, and then it was gone. So that was really interesting. Uh, when we went to the North Tower, we didn't get any results, other than we when we were on the 8th floor. This is not Al Capone's suite, it was one of his henchmen's. It's room 801 in the North Tower, or 800, something like that. And it, we got some cigar smoke there, but that was the only thing really happening in the North Tower that night. So when I went back and reviewed the evidence and the names of the spirits that Colleen and, and Celine told us, uh, there were there were three things that stood out with the spirits. We'll start with Gwynnie In 1946, there was a fire. One woman died. Her name was Gwendolyn. When it came to James in 1919, there was a mob hit, and this was the Russian mob attacking some chicago mobsters i couldn't i couldn't tell if they were part of the irish mob you hear about or the Ita- italian mob all i can say is some chicago mob there was a shootout on the third floor and a little boy 5 year old boy named james died in that attack the other thing was with the tall man there was a bellhop he was very, very tall, and he also, well, he was having relations with the socialites, the lady socialites that were staying at the hotel, uh, and his wife shot him dead in the lobby. And I think this was 1921. So that was really interesting, and I think helps us identify the spirits. Uh, if you go out to the Chicago Tribune archives, you can get this information you might have to pay for the trial um, to do the research a lot of this stuff is just jpeg imagery i know technical details i'm a technical guy and that was probably the best evidence i've ever had of a ghost at least really to say the little boy uh, so I love this hotel. I try to go back and stay there as often as possible, and I always find a way to run an investigation, even if I'm just doing stuff in my hotel room. Like I said, uh, when we went in winter, no one was in the pl- no one was in the hotel. I think we saw three guests the entire time. It's a bit different in the summer when they start having conventions. So if you're gonna stay, February. <laughs> best time to go. And this was, like I said, some of the best evidence we've ever had. So thank you for listening, and take care.